0: Welcome to Express Church Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We are a Ministry of Arizona Message Ministry, the message to the number two dot us. We are supported financially by com. Make sure you go on there, buy some of the books that are there. Donate them to your school, donate them to your church, donate them to your library so we can get the message of hope and the message of encouragement out. Enjoy the podcast. Good morning, everyone. Welcome again, a great, glorious Sunday. I'm glad that you have joined us in the Express Church experience. Take the time to spend a little time in fellowship with each other in the name of Jesus. I want to say, even though we're trying to get deep into January, I still want to say one more time at least, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And when I looked, at the events of 2021 I can't help but think people are worn out and tainted from the events of 2020 and I had to look back on 2020 as I'm pu- trying to put it away and 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 put it in the, the chest and put it in the closet we we had the articles of impeachment of a sitting president how unusual was that we had racial tension and unrest over police brutality. We had protests, injustices that spread throughout the the world. We had tension then over the presidential election. We had a global pandemic that shut down the world. We had people losing jobs, losing careers, losing businesses. We had family tension that's greater than ever I've seen in my legal practice, people calling up Tension Department of of Child Safety coming in strapped and stretched trying to protect children. We even had members of the British monarchy giving up their royal position. 2020 was an interesting year and everybody thought we were going to put it away and then as 2020 started we had things that happened at our state capitol. Citizens storming our state, our national uh, capital coming in, violence, brother against brother, I'm going to say, sister against sister, where we should be united in the United States, we are separated and fighting with each other. That's how 2021 has started. And so as I was looking back and seeing this transition between 2020 and 2021, I said, if 2020, had a caption. If 2020 had a caption, I think it would read like this. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the land and the water. This was coming out of my uh, first uh, chapter of Genesis. And it generally described how the earth began. The earth was filled with darkness. Darkness was so great that it permeated the depths of the world. And as we enter 2021, I'm wondering if darkness has returned to fill the earth. Death from coronavirus, fill the earth. Darkness from hostility and hatred, filling the earth. Darkness from family and marital tension, filling the earth. Darkness and a loss of hope, loss of job, loss of career, filling the earth, fear of both physical and financial security and health, filling the earth. But as I look at 2021, as I'm getting excited about 2021, I can't help but have a hope that as we look at 2021, we hear God's voice ringing out. We hear God's voice ringing out the same as it rang out in the beginning. My hope for 2021 is that we have an in the beginning moment. And my hope is that in the future, when people are looking back at the decade of the 2020s, that they look at it and remember it like this. Now, now, The earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of the Lord hovered over the waters. And God said, (laughs) darkness might have been there, but God said, let there be light. And there was light and God saw that light was good and separated light from darkness. My hope for this year and beyond is that the Lord shines his light and separates light from darkness. And we as a people, we as a church, we as a family of of people in faith in God, we as a nation, one nation under God, will look at God, will look and see that God is separating light from dark, and that God looks upon us as a beacon of light and says, it is good. And that's my new year prayer. I wonder how many people want the same thing. If you want the same thing that we, you want darkness to run and hide, I'm hoping that you come in with the same type of prayer that I have, Lord, come down and shine your light on. And as I was looking at the unprecedented attack on our nation's capital, and when I say unprecedented, it has only happened one time, and that was in 1814 when our capital was under attack. But when we look at that, it seems as if darkness won't, of 2020 doesn't want to go away. Darkness of 2020 doesn't want to go away when brothers are fighting brothers and sisters are fighting sisters, when we are supposed to be one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. When I looked at the events that occurred at our nation's capital and how it was unprecedented, the closest thing that I got to thinking about that in my lifetime was the attack of 9-11 on the Pentagon. New York City and other, other places. Now I want to look at what happened in 2021 and compare it to what happened in 9-11. In 9-11, we had a unifying events in our country. We joined as a nation for sorrow for the people who lost their life. We joined as a nation to have pride for the, the first responders and their bravery. We joined as a nation to stand strong in our collective healing. We joined as a nation in our resolve to make sure this didn't happen again. That was the resolve that we came as a nation. And then I see the attacks on this, the National uh, Hall of Law and Justice. and the capital of what we should be saying is the capital of freedom and the beacon of life of liberty. And I think about darkness and thinking about the events that happened and people knowing what was, what was the outcome. And I don't know how anybody in any reason could have believed that the outcome was going to be good for them when they stormed the capital. Now, I'm not gonna make a judgment call on who was right or wrong. I'm just using it for illustration purposes on how darkness works. And how darkness works is darkness never gives up. And I'm hoping that people understand that as, they're, as you're, especially if you're in a place of darkness, if you're in a place of struggle, if you're in a place of pain, that we need to understand that darkness never gives up. The book of Proverbs says a righteous person is knocked down, but seven times they, give, they get back up. Seven times the, uh, is the number of heavenly perfection. It doesn't matter. Darkness is not going to go away. Darkness is going to keep trying to come at us. Darkness is going to keep trying to knock us down. Darkness is going to keep trying to trying to keep us from being able to see clearly the will of God. But the righteous person has heavenly perfection and heavenly protection and will rise up again each time darkness tries to knock them down. Darkness never gave up even after God separated light from, from darkness and said, light is good. Darkness didn't give up even after, at the sixth hour, when darkness came over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani," which means my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Darkness filled the earth when Jesus was dying on the cross. The forces of evil believed they had their day. But on the third day, as we are sitting on a new beginning, a new year, a new opportunity, as darkness is filling the air, we should have hope. We should have hope in the third day when that we know that Jesus rose from the the dead. Jesus walked out of the grave. Jesus defeated the, uh, the ultimate darkness, that darkness of death. If we have darkness of finance, we have darkness of fear, if we have darkness of family struggles, we need to understand that the same resurrection power that brought Jesus out from the darkness of the grave when darkness thought they had won, and he was in the darkness of the grave, and the rock went back, and the angel, the light of the angels shined upon the grave, that's the same light that we need to have and ask to come down and, and hit us when we are in this dark place, in the darkness that you may be in. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with the immortal, then the saying that was written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. I want to add to that darkness has been swallowed up in victory. Pain has been swallowed up in victory. Confusion has been swallowed up in victory. Hopelessness has been swallowed up in victory. And then where it will be said, where O oh, death is your victory. Where O oh, death is your sting? The sting of death is sin. The sting of death is darkness. But thanks be to God. Oh man, if you're in a dark place and you're watching this, I just want you to take a step back and just say these words like I'm gonna say them. Say them with confidence and say them with hope. Thanks be to God. He gives us victory through Christ Jesus. Even after victory, even after the victory over death, darkness continues to battle. But those who have faith know the end result. Anyone who looks at the situation that happened in the beginning when darkness was, was, was forced to run and hide Anybody who looks at the situation on Mount Calvary and looks at the resurrection knows that darkness had to run and hide. But darkness never gives up and it never surrenders. Darkness just changes its course and continues to attack. But I don't know about you, and I could just be talking to myself. And if I'm just talking to myself this morning, I just want to thank you for coming in and just listening to me talk to myself here for a minute because I don't know about you, but I know my faith is stronger than the forces of darkness. I don't know about you, but I know when when darkness was over the surface of the deep, it was only the beginning. I don't know about you, but I know what happened on Mount Calvary when darkness filled the earth from the sixth hour to the ninth hour. It was only the beginning. I don't know about you, but I know what happened with coronavirus and the darkness that it brought. It was only the beginning, only the beginning where darkness was covering the surface of the deep, but the spirit of the Lord remained present in the beginning. The spirit of the Lord is remaining present here today hovering over darkness, ready to shine a light on darkness, ready to defeat it. That's where the force that is ready in the beginning was. That's the same force that should be coming on your life. That's the same force that raised Jesus from the dead. That's the same force that gave resurrection power. That's the same force we should be asking the uh, the Lord to do with our finances. That's the same force we should be asking to come on our relationships. That's the same force we need to come on to revive our our hope and our spirit. That's the same uh, spirit that we should be asking to come down to revive our dreams and our ambition. That's the same force that we need to ask to come on to give us a path where darkness was present in our life, God's light is ready to shine on it. God's light is ready to shine on it. God is waiting at the, you know, they always say, there's light where at the end of the tunnel, you might be in the tunnel right now, but I'm asking you to, in faith to look at the light at the end of the tunnel, because it's with that light that we have the presence of God It's that light that we have where God separated light from darkness. It is that light where we have where God is saying, step to me. Where God is saying, surrender your life to me. Where God is saying, become a servant to me. Where darkness is trying to remain and cause fear. God is saying, step to me. Where darkness is causing confusion in your life. God is saying, come to me. When doubt is, and anger is coming to you, Jesus, that is an invitation. I'm going to stop here for a minute. When you are in your darkest spot, when you are, fr- are frustrated and struggling, that is an invitation for you to step to God and step out in faith. Oh, man, I want to say that again because somebody might have wanted to hear that today. Somebody who is listening today, I believe, needed to hear that when you are in your darkest place, that is an invitation by God to step to him and to step in faith. What do you do? Try prayer. What do you do? Try prayer. And I ask myself and and I try to, I'm gonna be trying to say this over and over through 2021. What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? If everything you've tried has not pulled you out of the situation that you're in, why not try prayer? You have nothing to lose. Why not try giving an offering? I talked to a buddy of mine, I texted him this morning. I said, I'm gonna talk about you in the sermon today. His response was, God be the glory. So even though he said, I said, I'm gonna talk about you he wanted to make sure that I didn't forget that we make sure that, that the message is that in his circumstance, God be the glory. So this is what happened to a friend of mine. He was at the top of his career, making a six figure income back in the uh, 90s and early 2000. His job ended. He received a severance and unemployment. And I was talking to him, asking him how he was doing and how his finances were doing. And he was telling me he tithed his unemployment check. Now, he went from six-figure income to no income. But the one thing that ne- did not change is he continued to tithe. He had much less money to tithe, but he continued to tithe. And as it was, he was having struggle uh, paying for his house payment, and he was having trouble struggling to pay his car payment and his bills. He kept saying, I'm going to continue to tithe the little that I have because God is going to give me double portions. This man had faith that would not go even though darkness was covering the surface of his deep. He knew that God's light was going to shine God's light was going to shine in greatness, and he was going to come out of the darkness receiving double portions from what he had before. I wish somebody wanted that. I wish somebody would just say today, double portions. I want me some double portions. I might be in darkness and hopelessness, but I want double portions. So he's he's in faith, but things are going, and he's struggling, and, and then, of course, you know when you think things can't get any worse? You know that's when it's gonna get worse. So he, his mom gets sick, and he leaves the state he was in, the, the geographical state he was in, and he goes to where his mom was to be with his family as his mom was sick. And as he was there, he wound up having selling his house, he wound up selling his car, and he wound up going there with, with basically nothing. He gets to the new state and he's at, and then he's at church and he meets somebody and they were asking about him and trying to learn about him. You know, as, as you meet somebody new, you want to find out about him and they, and they found out he was a lawyer and all of a sudden they said, we know somebody who's looking for a general counsel. I'm going to get double portions. He then went on to go from a job that he used to have to double portions, to being able to have a general counsel job that he's been able to stay in. He went from having a nice luxury car to now being able to afford the top end vehicle. I think I should have been praying with him when he was, trying, when he was saying, I'm gonna tithe my unemployment check because now he's rolling in a car I can't afford. (laughs) And I told him, so I'm just going to say it with him, to God be the glory. We need to understand that in the midst of darkness, hovering over the land, hovering over the surface of the deep in your life, God wants you to be able to, to step to him in faith because God wants you to say, I'm ready. God allows you to be in that darkness because God is light is over here and God can't be in darkness because light and darkness have no commonality. They cannot coexist. So if you're in darkness, that means that you need to step into the light because what did God say about the light? It is good. God wants you to step in the light because he he wants to use you for his glory. Remember what my buddy said, to God be the glory. God wants to use you because you are the light of the world. A city that is set on the hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a candle and put it under a basket, but they put it on a candlestick. This is in Matthew 5:14. Jesus is saying to us and it gives us light to all who are in the house. Jesus said, "Let your light so shine before all humanity that they may see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven. So they may see your good works just like my buddy. They can see your good works. And just like my buddy said to God, be the glory. God's holy word is telling us that there's an invitation to shine a light on the dark world. And today more than ever, we need people who are willing to shine their light, willing to accept that invitation. You may not have ever followed God's word before today. Somebody might have just forwarded this message to you and said, hey, you need to listen to this. And as you're listening to it, you may still have doubt. I don't believe in that uh, Christian thing. I don't believe in that Bible stuff. But I'm going to say if you're in the middle of darkness, what do you have to lose why not try it just a little bit why not try to give an offering just a little bit why not find a place where you can donate your 10% just a little bit see what happens You're, you're in a trouble now it can't go anywhere but up so why not give it a try the world needs God's light to shine on darkness Because darkness is at war with our families. Darkness is at war with our finances. Darkness is at war with our community. Darkness is at war. You know darkness is at war. I'm going to say it one more time. When brother is fighting against brother and sister is fighting against sister, we are in a place of darkness. But in the midst of that darkness, God is telling you today that you can make a change. You can make a change. And I hope somebody hears that. Today is the day you can make a change. Today is the day you can get up and walk out of darkness. That's the plan that that when darkness showed up in 2020, when the surface of the earth was overrun by the effects of coronavirus and people were forced into isolation, God is, if you're in that, still in that dark place, God is reminding you, and I'm hoping that you hear this today, God is reminding you, this is only the beginning. I'm hoping that you understand, God is reminding you, this is only the beginning, but if you have faith, you know how the story ends. Oh man, if you're not excited about that, it is only the beginning, but if you have faith, you know how the story begins. It, the Bible started with an in the beginning moment. God's light shined on darkness for everyone to see, for everyone to feel. Today, God wants his light to shine through you, through your faith. God wants his light to shine through you in your joy, in your love, in your hope, in your restoration. Shine your light on others so that they wonder why you have your light shining on you, why did, when your career was trashed, why when you're, when you're struggling to keep having your house uh, payment being made, why is it when your career is gone, why is it when your family members have passed away because of coronavirus, why is it when your relationship has broken and your, your spouse or your significant other won't come out of darkness, when you're running to the light, you're trying to grab him, but the person won't come. I'm going to just tell you to take a little step and listen and look at, uh, look at the situation where the people were coming out of Sodom and Gomorrah and the angel had his guy by the hand and he said, don't look back. And his wife stopped and looked back and she became a pillar of salt. Sometimes you got to walk away from those folks that want to remain in darkness, because darkness and light cannot uh, coexist. And God said light is good. We can continue to look at God's holy word. God's holy word tells us when the the lady, we call her the, the woman with the oil, she was, in a dark place. Things weren't going right for her. She was about ready to lose everything. She was going to have to sell her children into slavery. And and God's, uh, the, the man of God said, go into your house, close your door, because darkness is all out here, covering the surface of your circumstance. But go into your house, go with prayer, do these things, and, you'll, and the light will shine on you. And she did it there. We can continue to go through the Bible, weave together circumstances and circumstance where people were in darkness, put their faith in God, and God showed restoration. I don't know how much time I got left, Jeff, but I want to throw a couple more on you. There was a person named Naomi who said, don't call me Naomi, call me Myra, because the Lord has done, has caused problems and difficulty in my life. She was in a dark place. Her daughter-in-law, who was also in a dark place, lost her husband, grabbed her by the hand, said, we're going to go together. We're going to leave darkness and we're going to go in light. That story of darkness was only the beginning, but we know how the story ends. Ruth gave restoration to Naomi's family and set a path in line for the birth of Jesus Christ. You may be in darkness, but darkness is only the beginning. It's not the end. God's holy word keeps telling you how the story is going to end. I don't know why you can't have some faith when you know how the story is going to end. It's going to end with you in light. It's going to end with you with restoration. It's going to end with you having a restored joy. It's going to end if you give glory to God and you give your offerings to God and you submit and surrender to God, my buddy said, it's gonna end with you receiving double portions. Shoot, I'm hoping that somebody, as they were looking at this, decided that they want to just say, I I wanna believe. It's gonna end like the psalmist in Psalm 34 said, psalmist 34 gave his uh gave his idea of what happens when you're in darkness he said the lion the greatest the king of the jungle grows weak and hungry and i'm at psalm 34 i'm at psalm 34 10 through 13. psalm 34 10 through 14 says the king of the jungle grows weak and hungry but those who seek the Lord, lack no good. Oh, I'm hoping that somebody who's in darkness today hears this message. The king of the jungle can get weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. And then he he gave the invitation. He said, come and listen to me and I will teach you how to to love and have reverence and fear of the Lord. And he said, whoever of you loves life, do you love life? Not the life you're in, but the life that you know you want to be. If you love that life and desire to see many good days, he said, keep your tongue from evil, your lips from speaking lies. And he said, turn from evil, do good, seek peace, and pursue it. That was his testimony of how his life went from dark to light and what the path was that he took. I was talking to my brother about that path and I said, "We need what we need in our world today is we need a glimmer of light. He said, I don't know what a glimmer is, but I must say it's a flicker. He said a flicker of light and he goes camping and fishing. And he said, when we go camping and fishing, the one thing we know is when a spark of light, a spark is shows itself in the darkness while you're preparing your campfire. Once that spark goes, we know the fire is getting ready to come after. I think that that's the same thing we need to do today. We need to have some people just say, I'm going to give a spark. I'm going to give a spark of hope to somebody who needs it. I'm going to give a spark of joy to somebody who needs it. Because I know when I seek the Lord, the reward is is lacking from no good thing. That's my testimony. I don't know what your testimony is. Fear of the Lord. Your reward is, to, reward is to see many good things. That's my testimony. I don't know what your testimony is. I don't know if, if, if how you're going to uh, go through and come out of the darkness of 2020 that's leaked over into 2021. I'm not going to let the darkness catch up to me because I'm going to continue to see, is, sit in the light. I'm going to continue to run to the light. I'm going to make sure darkness t- uh, comes behind me. I know that I have victory over darkness, even if darkness somehow swings around, because I said it's, it, it continues, it doesn't go away. It keeps battling. It comes at places in, in ways you don't know, even if it might come what, somewhere what I don't know. We used to call that in, in football, the blind side. It might try to hit me in the blind side, but if I know if it hits me in the blind side, I know I can seek God. I can look for that glimmer. Oh, Doc, I'm going to say I'm going to look for that flicker if I can't find a glimmer. If I can't find a glimmer, I can't find a flicker. I'm going to look for a spark. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm going to continue to look for the light where God is because I know where God is, what? It is good. It is good. If you're in a dark place, I think that you need to spend some time in prayer. That's what I just, I want to say. And a lot of people say, I don't even know how to pray. How am I going to spend time in prayer when I don't even know how to pray? If if that's where you are today, because the first step is to let God know what you need. I'm going to invite you to turn to Romans 8. I'm going to invite you to turn to Romans 8 and go to verse 26 and 27. Because if you say, if you say, my preacher told me I need to pray if I want to get out of darkness and get into light, that I need to pray. If I don't know where I'm supposed to be going, if I don't know what's going to happen, all I know is where I am is not where I want to be. All I know is what the preacher said, that darkness is is just the beginning. It's not the end. It's not the victory. The victory is light. The victory is it is good. But I don't know what to pray, Lord. So I want to look at Romans 8, 26 and 27 which says, we don't know what we ought to pray for. (laughs) All right, I, I hope I can touch some folks. We don't know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself, that same spirit that was hovering over the darkness, that spirit itself is ready to intercede for us with groans of words we cannot be expressed. See, you don't know how to express the words that you want in the prayers that you need, But all you have to do is understand that the spirit is there to intercede. And he who searches your heart knows your mind. And because the spirit intercedes for the saints, according to the to God's will. So what Roman Paul is saying to the uh, in Romans 8 26 and 27 is God knows your heart. God knows that you're hurting. God knows the trouble that you're in. In the midst of, of darkness. God's word is telling you that the spirit that was hovering over the darkness just is waiting for a simple prayer. And that prayer just needs to begin. Come, Holy Spirit. I don't know what else to pray for, but come, Holy Spirit. I want to say that again, as I've been saying throughout this message today. What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose if you just each day say, come, Holy Spirit, I don't know where we're going to, but I know that, that if darkness is over here and the, and the spirit of the Lord is hovering over the deep, and I know that I'm in this darkness, but the spirit of the Lord is over there. When the spirit of the Lord came on darkness, light came and it was good. So if I'm in darkness, the very simple prayer is simply come Holy Spirit because when the Holy Spirit comes, darkness runs away and victory over darkness happens. That's the power that we need right now, a place where we know when the Spirit shows up that if God is for us, who can be against us? That's where you, what happens when the Spirit shows up. We get to a place where you know no weapon formed against you can prosper, a place where you know victory is in the name of the Lord. You get to a place where you know restoration of your soul is in the name of the Lord. What happens now to you is only the beginning. It's only an invitation to grow closer to God, to see his glory and to share your story it is time to let God's light shine on you. God's Word all tells you how the, how, it, how the story always ends. It ends with His glory shining in darkness, forcing darkness to run and hide. That's what happened in history. And that's what can happen today. All you need to do is seek God. Ask Him to come in your life. Tell God, I'm surrendering it all to you. I'm surrendering darkness to you. I'm surrendering my family to you. I'm surrendering my path to you. I don't know where you're going to take me, but I know it's going to be good. And the Lord is asking right now, are you willing to accept this invitation? Are you willing to accept this invitation? And my question to you is what do you have to lose? Thank you. Thank you for listening today. Thank you to all our guests. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Stephen Zachary, Minister Gilbert, the Arizona Message Ministry on Facebook, and feel free to send me an email to themessage2.us or to my private website, stephenzachary.com. Thank you to Haribo Books for supporting us. That's haribobooks.com. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks.